Good afternoon, friends. I am Vincent, and welcome to America Next. Today is January 11th, 2024. And this afternoon, I would like to spend a few moments with you to talk about something that came to my attention earlier this week that I want to make sure that you are aware of. If you have listened to me over the last year, you've heard me talk about or use the word extremism. For most people, when you hear the word extremism, you think about someone who is very passionate and is very um, determined to do whatever they wish to do. That is a phase of extremism, but that's not really extremism. Extremism is when that person loses the ability to think clearly. They lose the ability to see right and wrong. They only see what they want or what they believe. And they are willing to commit crimes. They are willing to turn their back on loved ones. They are willing to even put their own lives in jeopardy just to make their point. Well, in Florida, this week I think there is an example of extremism that we should be aware of. As you know, the governor of Florida has a thing against intelligence. He says that he is against anything woke, which means anything that speaks the truth. He doesn't like real history. He doesn't like real science. He doesn't like diversity. So for him, all of those things mean woke, so he doesn't like it. Well, in reality, all of those things speak of intelligence. So that's the reason I said he doesn't like intelligence. So remember last year he passed a law that basically banned a whole lot of different things. It was an anti-woke law that put restrictions on what people could say, where they could do. It was against transgender people or gay people. And it also came down hard on the public school system. He wanted to make sure that the public schools did not do anything that he considered woke. And one of the things that the schools had to follow was the new law banning certain books. Books that he said had words in it that he did not like. Well, let's talk about that. In the state of Florida, there is a county called, let me see if I can get this right, Escambia, Escambia County. They are trying to follow his guidelines about removing books that are woke. So the Escambia County School District has been pulling books off the shelves left and right. Okay? In the public schools, they have been pulling books off the library shelves left and right in Escambia County 
to go along with his guidelines. So far over the last year, they have pulled off, according to their records, around 2,800 books have been pulled off the district library shelves. 2,800 books that, according to DeSantis, is woke. Well, this week, Escambia decided there was another book that needed to be pulled off the shelf. And that book was The Dictionary. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, The Big Dictionary. Specifically, The Dictionary and, and Thesaurus for Students is a dictionary that's put out by one of the publishing companies specifically for school-age kids. When parents ask them, why would you pull off a dictionary and or thesaurus off the library shelves, they said, because it had sexual content. What do you mean by sexual content? Well, what they meant was simple. If one of the kids did not know what intercourse was, they could go to that book and look that word up and find out what it was. That's sexual content. Therefore, that book had to come off the shelf, even though it's a dictionary. As you can imagine, parents are just flipping out. And there are several lawsuits going on in Florida, including in this county where this occurred. Thousands of parents have filed a class action lawsuit to stop this kind of craziness. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to hold on to what you're thinking right now for just one second, because I want to bring in another topic, or I mean, another aspect of this conversation to compare things to. So hold on to the thought of that school district in Florida pulling dictionaries off the school's shelves. As I've mentioned to you before, this is the other part of the conversation, in places like China, Japan, Australia, Germany, and other places, but especially China, they want to meet the challenges of the future. And they know that education is going to be one of the key factors. In fact, China wants to get to the place when their high school equivalent kid, when that kid comes out of high school, he or she has the equivalency of a first or second year college student. They want to have the best math education, the best science, the best world history, speak multiple languages, be cultured. They'd be ready to that kid could leave Beijing and go work at an office in, in Paris and be comfortable because they are educated to deal with the world. Okay, let's do a little comparison here, okay? Work with me a second. Let's look at the world, let's say, 15 to 20 years from now. And we're going to compare two societies. One society has decided that over the last 20 years, they have ignored modern education and technology. Instead, they have tried to see if they could recapture the way things were from 1950. On the other side, you have a society 
who not only embraces modern education and technology, but they have tried to excel beyond. They want to be the best and the brightest. Now, here's the question. Of those two societies, which one do you think will be better suited, better prepared to deal with the world of the future? Think about it. Which one of those countries will be better prepared and able to deal with the complexities and the demand and the competitive nature of society 20 years from now? If you think society is competitive now, just imagine what it's going to be like 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Just to work in a factory is going to require a college degree or specialized, you know, training in artificial intelligence. And if you're one of those people who have been brought up in the mega philosophy of life, you're not going to be able to make it. That's not where the world is going. The world is pushing ahead and it will not stop. Because some people are too afraid to face reality. So we, the majority, have to do what I've encouraged us to do all along. We got to stand strong, but more importantly, we got to vote these people out of office. You see, we cannot let these people destroy us, destroy our society. You see, it's simple, my friends. When a society gets to the place when they feel that they can tell women what they can and cannot do with their bodies, or if they feel like the best way to move forward is to hide history, or if they get to the place when they feel like they need to take a dictionary off the shelves of a school library, then that society has become extreme. And an extreme society is never a good society because it's only focused on drama and chaos. And my friends, no nation can be a great nation focused on drama, chaos, and lies. So, my friends, this year, we must vote and vote those people out of office. We must show the world that America stands for something. We must show ourselves that we believe and embrace education. We embrace technology. We embrace literature. We are not afraid of change nor are we afraid of the future. You see, friends, it's very simple. If you are afraid of a dictionary, then you have no hope whatsoever of accomplishing anything in life. Because in those pages of that book or any book is knowledge. So what you are really afraid of 
is knowledge. That's all for now. As always, please stay strong, keep moving forward, and we'll talk again real soon.